So, I mean, I guess we're going to, like, record now, right? Yeah. Um, like, a whole podcast, like, our our first podcast back with just each other. Yeah. Because our last podcast was with Reasonable Beef? <laughs> yeah. Um, that was what? insane. Um, what my dog was, My dog was jumping in and out of Dom and Tim's laps the entire time. Oh my goodness. Um, it was so fun. Um they're really sweet guys and um it was it was a really, really cool experience for us. Yeah, I I'm still like a little in shock about that actually having happened. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I like tried to communicate with them like how big a fans like you and I both are of the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, without trying to be like, I have been watching, uh, your film since I was in high school, like, (laughs) but, like, it was really cool, um, and it was such a cool thing that they, like, they're so great, they are hilarious. Well, they're real people. they're so nice. They've been, like, disembodied. They are humans. They've been disembodied (laughs) voices to us for a long time, so, uh. For a very long time, so that was kind of wild. For them to be real and be in my kitchen was pretty nuts. Yeah, and not only were they in your kitchen, but I was also in your kitchen. Yes, we had so much fun <laughs> last weekend. Um, yeah, we saw each other for the first time in like three years, and we uh, yelled a lot of like Taylor Swift and Lainey at the top of our lungs, mm-hmm. um, and we ate a lot of great food. Oh, and yeah. And we took some photos, which... Guys, if you haven't seen, um, follow us on Instagram or look on Patreon. Mm-hmm. We've got pictures all over the place. Um, shout out to um, Handloser's friend Matt for yeah. taking really, really great photos. Maddie um, B. So, yeah. Maddie B. <laughs> the young rapper, Maddie oh, B. Yeah, that's the one, actually. He's <laughs> yes, in LA, too. No, um, <laughs> no, my friend Matt yes. took some great pictures for us. Um, we had so much fun. Great coffee was had, um, great times yeah. were had, and it was the first time we'd seen each other in three years, so that was... And, and like, not only was it the first time we saw each other, it was we saw each other in L.A., where you now live, so yeah. that's kind of wild! Um, yeah, I don't know if we address the L.A. thing too much on the, um, on the Reasonable Beef episode. Yeah, because I guess, like, that was just like, okay, let's talk about hot takes and reasonable beef, and then our next episode will be, like, us just fully catching up with you, with each other and, like, discussing life, because, I mean, we've been gone for a while. Yeah, um, so I did move. Uh, you did move. You did. 1,400 are miles. We, are we introducing each other now? Like, this is Sarah, that's Sarah, I live in Indianapolis, and you live in... Los Angeles! Whoa! used to be Arkansas. Things have changed, guys. We used to be like, anyway, we're two long-distance best friends in Indy and Arkansas, but mm-hmm. now we are an LA-based podcast, my dude. That we are. Um, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Uh, law school is so hard. Uh, after we are done yeah. recording, I have probably two hours of reading. Oof. Um, uh-huh. It's, yeah. My brain is You're just... Working very hard even when like I was there like the whirlwind trip that I had there and you were still doing so much work I honestly have no idea how you do it um me either 
uh, it's it's become <laughs> one of those. It's just my life now. It's uh-huh. almost like a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard. And also, there's very little benchmarking, so you mostly don't know what's going on until the very end of the semester, which yeah, is that's so, so fun. Fun. I love that. Um, but I'm <laughs> enjoying it. You know, I'm. I'm making friends. I really love what I'm doing, and um, it's, you know, you are you suffer for a year, and then it gets easier, and I don't know if it gets easier because the material is easier, you just get used to the pain. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've both had a lot of changes um, since we started. Mm-hmm. I started working, or since we stopped, since we took a summer break. A hiatus. Um, I, a hiatus, if you will. Um, I started working at a coffee shop. Um, if you have been listening for a while, you've heard me, like, refer to a job that I once had as just working at a movie rental place, but I can say now, now that I, one, don't work there, and two, the entire company is just, like, going downhill, um, (laughs) I worked at a family video, um, and it was awful, (laughs) and so I, it was so, so, so bad, like, I love movies so much, and I love talking (coughs) to customers about movies, um, I love talking to customers about movies, and I love talking just to just anyone about movies. That's, I guess, why we have a podcast. That's yeah. what I'm here for, is just talk at someone <laughs> about movies. Um, but that part was really great. But um, a lot of other stuff about it wasn't so great. And so I um, started working um, a different part-time job at a coffee shop, which I love so much um, here in Indy. And now I have, like, an actual excuse to be extremely snobby about coffee, <laughs> which, like, I already am. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, this is super fun, and um, that just means that, like, it's taken a lot of adjusting. Like, tomorrow I have to wake up at, like, 5 a.m. Um, so, like, yeah, so, like, everything is super fun, um, and I definitely, like, love it so much yeah. um, as far as, like, yeah, it's, it's also very fun. And so... Um, we've had a lot of changes happen. We saw each other for the first time in three years. We recorded with the Reasonable Beef Boys, and Mm -hmm. we saw a lot of movies over the summer that we haven't actually gotten to talk to each other about. Yeah, which is so, so, um, uh, we were joking that (laughs) Midsummer and Far From Home came out and we were on hiatus and we were like, yeah, that's off brand. Literally my most anticipated and your most anticipated of the year Mm -hmm. came out like the week after we were like, all right guys, see you in September. (laughs) Yeah. And and they both came out and we were just flabbergasted. So we want to catch (laughs) up with you guys on everything we saw this summer. Yeah, and we'll give a little brief reviews of each. Talk about, you know, what we're anticipating out of festival season now. Talk about all of our disappointments, mm-hmm. um, just like in life, and I guess according to movies too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we can have just an entire like bonus um, episode just about disappointments. Yeah, how did you disappoint um, your parents so. this week, Sarah? <laughs> oh, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> we'll save that for therapy. I, I, uh, I traveled to LA and spent much money. (laughs) That's a good way. Um, so yeah, uh, also we might have like a lot of people coming here, um, who have like just come here for the first time. Um, so just really quickly, we are the cinema rolls, like the cinema rolls are us. The cinema rolls are you. Yes. We are all the small cinema roll. Um, I am Sarah. That is also Sarah. 
as we said before, we are now in Indian Los Angeles, but we talk about movies in a non-pretentious way, hopefully, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we try. <laughs> we try. We are recovering film snobs. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's what we do. We, yeah. Uh, we do. Yeah, we give um, the, the most... Uh, basic reviews <laughs> on our patreon um as far as like instant reviews and instant reactions but here on the podcast um we really try to talk about like how we felt about our movie experience rather than just trying to be like oh well, let's talk about like i don't know cinematography snobby parts yeah which we still appreciate and we still love but we also want to watch and talk about movies in a way that other people understand so that's what we're here for yeah um, so, speaking of just movies, um, I think, like, before we just talk about, like, what is, like, since we recorded last, what is your favorite movie that you saw in theater since we recorded? Oh, that's a good question. I probably would have to say my favorite since we last talked is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm, directed by okay. Quentin Tarantino. Um, mm-hmm, the Tarantino tier himself, yes. Yes. Um, I actually had a couple of law school friends who, um, there's like a square in um, in the area that I live where there's like the theater that um, Sharon Tate sees um, mm-hmm. herself in the Wrecking Crew at um, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, uh-huh. And my friends we were at the picture. Starbucks that is across the street from there. Oh, mm-hmm. And they saw Mr. Tarantino himself walking out of the movie. Oh, jeez. Um, and said hello. What? Yeah. Oh, okay, so this has nothing to do with that, but I need to tell you something I just learned. Like, literally just learned a few hours ago. Okay. So I was closing at work, and my friend that I was closing with, um, her boyfriend lives in a town here in Indiana, um, like about an hour south of Indianapolis, um... And she was just casually talking about how, like, oh, yeah, saw Jesse Eisenberg at the coffee shop again. What? Yesterday. And I kind of, like, looked at her, and she was like, Do you, have I not told you about this? And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, Jesse Eisenberg lives in Bloomington, Indiana. And I was like, what? Oh, hold on. <laughs> is this, like, common knowledge? Like, is this just, like a thing that people know about that I don't know about. Like, is this just like, oh, like, it's Indiana. Yeah, like, Jesse Eisenberg lives in Bloomington, which is, like, the most random place someone could live. That's so weird. And she's like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he lives there. And it's, like, a thing where it's like, oh, you live in Bloomington. You're just like, oh, yeah, there's Jesse Eisenberg. The only, our one celebrity. Yeah, and I was like, what do you, and she was like, yeah, he just kind of goes, like, he goes to the coffee shop, and then he goes to the library, and then he goes back to the coffee shop, and then he goes home. And I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, yeah, his girlfriend goes to college there. Oh my gosh! No, she's like in grad school, it's fine. (laughs) Is he not, like, old? Hold on, I need to find out, because I also thought that, but then she was like, uh, no, he's, a, uh, he's in, he's, uh, or she's, she's, whatever, she's in, a. How, how does one date Jesse Eisenberg as a grad I, student? 
I don't understand, like, how I, like, don't know this because, like, I literally just looked up Jesse Eisenberg and it says residence, Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> wait, he, wait, girlfriend, he's married. What? What? Hold to on, a grad a student. How does, I don't understand. I'm a grad student. I don't have opportunities to, like, marry Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> so I married, and I literally told her, I was like, look, like, I, like, with celebrities, don't think I, I have, I've never, oh, Jesse Eisenberg's birthday is a day after mine. Okay, sorry, I'm getting, like, really, <laughs> I'm getting, this can like, be a really bonus clip. This. <laughs> no, this is, this is for everybody to hear. I would like to just talk about just, this episode is now about Jesse this Eisenberg. This makes no sense in the context <laughs> of what we were speaking about. <laughs> It's okay. You were talking about, like, seeing Tarantino walk out of a theater, and I'm like, oh, I could see Jesse Eisenberg sit and order coffee if I wanted to, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I was just watching a movie with him last night, too, and so, like, it was just really bizarre to me, and he's one of those celebrities where I think if I met, I would not be able to play it cool. Like, I think if I met him or just saw him in passing, I would just start sobbing. I think I would bully him if I met him in person. Like you, Mark Zuckerberg, you. Okay. <laughs> like, Has anybody ever told you you just look like a mouse? Like <laughs> a mouse. And you talk oh, like man. you have, I don't know, a deviated I, septum. I, I love him so much. Like, I genuinely think he's just a genius. I genuinely believe this. <laughs> so it's kind of wild that you think we can get him on our podcast? He lives in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we got reasonable beef on oh anything is possible. So, once upon a time. <laughs> I love that. That made no sense. I just, I needed to share that with you because I literally, like, as I was having the conversation with her, I, in my head, was like, I cannot wait until I'm recording the podcast and I can just tell him <laughs> about this. Because I can't tell you things anymore just as, like, a normal friend. Yeah. You know, I have to wait until... We've never been closer than when we were on hiatus. <laughs> right. We actually, we actually had to speak to, like, to, talk each other. to each other. Yeah. And, like, tell each other things outside of the podcast. That was fun. Um, yeah, so... All right. So that was your favorite. <laughs> Y'all didn't see me roll my eyes. This is an audio form of entertainment. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no. I really loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh... I think mm-hmm. it was um, one of Tarantino's, like, probably one of his best ever. Because um, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, a huge Tarantino fan. I like him okay. You like his movies. You like his movies. I do like his movies. Um, yeah. I haven't seen a single one of them. Which I don't know how I've done that. Like, I didn't intentionally go out to, like, ne- never see a Tarantino movie. But, like, I just haven't by accident, and now I'm just here. Well, just, like, the context of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and me moving to L.A. two weeks after I saw it, um, Mm -hmm. and it having been filmed, like, a block from my house, not to triangulate my uh, location. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Nobody look that up. Um, It's fine. But it's just, like, I think it's so loving about, like, Hollywood itself, but it's also really hateful of the time that, Mm -hmm. um, that the film takes place in, and, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I thought DiCaprio and Brad Pitt were both incredible, um, Brad Pitt 
non-problematic, um, yeah. just the most pure God human. among men. Just so wonderful. Yes. So beautiful. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I really, really loved it. I thought the supporting cast was great. You know, you got people like uh, Maya Hawk and um, and Austin Butler mm-hmm. that aren't in it for long, but when they are, they make a serious impact. I don't think I realized Austin Butler was in it, and yeah. now I might go see it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I do love that man. He, I love He's him. in the Manson family, baby. Um, oh, boy. Um, one thing that's really annoyed me about the discourse around this movie that I feel the need to shout from the rooftops how dumb it is is that people are like, wow, you know, um, spoiler alert, this movie's really mean to the Manson family in the end. Okay. It's really mean to a group of mass murderers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who killed, like, eight people. I won't necessarily Mm -hmm. say how it's mean, since you haven't seen it. Um, Right. I mean, I... I don't know. It might be one of those, again, like, um, spoilers for, um, bonus content coming up in October, where I am like, I'm not gonna see it until I somehow am physically with you, and you have me see it, like, hereditary. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I could possibly see it in the future. Yeah. Yes, I guess. But, um, Mm -hmm. I just, like, they're like, it's really mean to the Manson family. They're mass murderers. Yeah. Why are you sad for them? Let mm-hmm. let Brad Pitt brutally murder them. Mm-hmm. What is the problem? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that people look for reasons to rag on Tarantino's work, and I think this is one of his least problematic and um, most loving and positive movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a lot of movies that are pretty, like, I don't know, they have really, really sad endings or um, endings where just nobody wins. And, um, Mm -hmm. this is a movie that completely flips that on its head. I really loved it. Um, obviously, like, seeing, you know, um, there's a, there's a Mexican restaurant they go to in the movie that you can go to and order the, the, um, Tarantino margarita. Um. What? Yeah. So, like. Coming for our branding. Yeah. So, like, it's so cool. Um, I really enjoyed it. And, um, I think people should cut him some slack on it. What's been your favorite movie? of the summer oh so literally so if you had asked me this like a few days ago it would have like been a really difficult time for me to choose between the last black man in san francisco and the farewell Mm -hmm. um because both like absolutely wrecked me and ruined my life in the best way possible Mm -hmm. uh and i don't even know if the one that i'm gonna answer counts because technically i did watch it after we came back from hiatus but i did watch it before we started catching up on this episode Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was the movie ready or not oh my god speaking of of margot robbie (laughs) like not actually um yeah um that movie was bonkers like when i tell you i haven't had because like you know, yeah, the last black man in San Francisco was stunning and mm-hmm. like game changing and beautiful and surreal and exquisite. And the farewell was emotional and deep and heartwarming and had an incredible cast of dynamic female characters. Mm-hmm. However, I like cried so much during both of those. And like something about a movie that. <laughs> makes you not have a visceral like sad reaction mm-hmm. and you just sit back in your 
chair in the movie theater and just out loud just yell because of how much fun you were having. Oh, yeah. Like, there is something to be said about that. And with Ready or Not, like, I had a blast. That is so cool. The weirdest way, like there was a like man beside me, like down the road that just kept walking in and out of the movie the entire time. Oh my gosh! Uh, the girl behind me and I just kept like yelling at the exact same moments, <laughs> and I think her, the guy she was with, was laughing at both of us. I love that. <laughs> I was like absolutely there for it. I was like, we are having a shared experience. Let's go. Um, and so it was just so satisfying to see. No, like, uh, sort of a spoiler, um, but like, it's just satisfying to see someone that you are rooting for end up get a happy ending. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, a happy ending, but, like, you know. Uh, but, like, I an I lived bitch ending. <laughs> like, yeah, just, like, in the best way possible. Um, and so I absolutely had such a great time, and my main man, Adam Brody, was in that movie, and I have been in love with him since the OC, um, and I just have continued to stand the most unproblematic human being on the face of the planet, and I really hope he doesn't do anything to screw that up, because I know yeah. him and Leighton Meester just kind of, like, lay low. <laughs> like Yeah, don't, do don't date this podcast like, by sucking. Yeah, seriously. They, like, feed homeless people all the time, and, like, I don't know, he's great. And so I love him, and to see him like grace the movie screen in once in a character that he is made for once again, like oh, that was just everything. So yeah, ready or not, somehow became my second favorite or my third favorite movie of the entire year. That is so cool. Um, so I I I don't know I don't know how that happened, but it was a good time, and I just needed to have a good time, you know. It was everything that I needed. We all know how much I love a trope of, like, a bunch of people being trapped, like, oh, in one yeah. space together. Mm-hmm. I love that trope so brand. much. That is what I, I just want to take all the people and just put them in one little place. <laughs> um, and Ready or Not was exactly that. It was perfect. That's cool. It was, like, just a wonderful, wonderful flick. Like a, just, I think, um, after I watched it, I said it was, like, a mixture of Get Out um, like an Agatha Christie play and uh, my big fat Greek wedding, <laughs> like in the best way possible. I mean, that sounds like a total move to me. Oh, it was such a fun time. Um, so yeah, what what movies since we have talked to each other um, have you seen? Like, just give them to me. Just list them. So uh, I saw Child's Play um, uh, okay. in June, the remake. Uh, Mm-hmm. I freaking loved that movie. I okay. I rated it higher than you. another movie I saw, okay. Midsummer. Oof. Okay, we got we gotta take it. We gotta pause because that's also on my list of movies I've saw I, I've seen I've saw on good saw <laughs> also on my list of movies that I have seen in since we uh, went on hiatus. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like it. So, this was one of the greatest heartbreaks of my life, truly, mm-hmm. when I found out that Ari Aster would be making yet another spectacular horror film after Hereditary. I was mm-hmm. so thrilled. Um, you were. You, that's been, like, how we ask at the end of episodes, like, oh, what movie are you looking forward to? Like, you kind of just kept saying Midsummer. Yep. 
Um, you were very excited. I was. And I felt supremely let down um, for many reasons. Uh, it was like the difference between... Well, I, I said this a little bit on the beef episode. Um, but it was like the difference between... The difference between Hereditary and Midsummer was like the difference between Get Out and Us was like the difference between a first album that's incredible and a second album that a band, um, you know, shoots out in six months. It's just not as good. Um, yeah. I thought that Ari Aster's play with brutality in this was way less justified. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's, uh, you're seeing people mutilated, seeing people, um, you know, get their heads bashed in and like a ton of really violent, upsetting stuff. And it has no meaning. The brutality doesn't. Um, to me, you know, that was almost, like, deeply offensive. Like, I, I'm watching mm-hmm. these things happen on screen, and there's not a reason I'm watching them happen. And that was just so mm-hmm. frustrating to me. Um, I thought it was overlong. Um, mm-hmm. It was, did you, you did or did not see the director's cut? I didn't. Okay. Yeah, that was even longer. I mean, as director's cuts usually are, but... Um, <clears throat> yeah. Having seen Hereditary now, like, I get why. Because, like, I didn't have the hype around it that you did. Mm-hmm. Like, I was excited for it just because, like, the trailers looked incredible, you know? And I was like, oh, I'm excited about it because, like, everybody else seems to be excited. So that must mean it's going to be a good one because... I've heard a lot about Hereditary and all that, so mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to be good. Or, I sorry, I knew that it was supposed to be good. Right. Just because of, like, Ari Aster and, like, all that. Um, but I had not seen Hereditary when I saw it, so I didn't have those expectations that you did. Yeah. And I'm really glad that I didn't, because, like, I didn't like it, but I wasn't, like, disappointed. Yeah. Which is just an awful feeling to have for a movie, you know? Right. Like... I mean, it was, it really did traumatize me, though. Yeah. Um, and I did mention that in um, the beef episode. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I got lost on my way home. There was like, for a whole week, I felt like I had, was under a curse. Yeah. So. But, I mean, it just, yeah. it tried to weave a lot of threads uh, mm-hmm. that I thought weren't. That is, is that a tapestry joke? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that tapestry, though, I would hang that on my wall. I mean, who wouldn't? But it just I wasn't, mean, they didn't it. feel um, <laughs> congruent, you know? Um, yeah. You've got stuff like yeah, Will Coulter pissing felt. on a tree. And um, oh, I and this one random couple that, like, the boyfriend disappears. Oh, in. yeah. Like. That couple. How random was that? It was so random. I don't even know. Yeah. It just, like. It was just there to warn us of stuff. And I just don't like it when things are in a story just for the audience. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think, I don't like things like that. I don't know. It. Yeah. So I also was not a huge fan. Right. And you even look at, like, the opening, the opening, you know, tragedy of uh, mm-hmm. her sister killing her parents and killing herself. Yeah. And it, it was not half as impactful as what happens with Charlie. Um in hereditary oh yeah it just it that was supposed to be a scene that makes your gut fall out of your butt mm-hmm. yeah it did and it in did hereditary but <laughs> not for a good reason summer, yeah and so that was, yeah, just, was sure. so frustrating to me and i felt like ari aster was so caught up in this oh 
I had a breakup and this exact thing happened. <laughs> and I was Which, like, I just want to know if he's okay. Like, has anyone just asked him, like, hey, buddy. Like, hey, you good? did you happen to participate in a Swedish cucking ceremony? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we both saw Midsummer. Um, we also saw Far From Home. Yes. Um, so this is what you all want our opinion on, as we are. Quite possibly the last, I don't know, Tom Holland moment. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, with the perspective we, we have on it now, it's almost depressing. Because, like... Yeah, we just, like, I know. Because, like, if, if we had actually recorded the episode about Far From Home when it happened, this is what, it would have been, like, our happiest podcast. Oh, so much like. gushing and... I just, okay, I'm going to try to get back in the headspace because I did love mm-hmm. it so much. Like, I did have so much hype for it. And, like, I might say that, although it might not be my personal favorite Spider-Man movie, because I, I think personally that, for me personally, it might it's still Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, that that being said, um, and I also, like, as far, like, Peter Parker, I'm also just, dis- like, not including Miles Morales um, into the Spider-Verse with this. I just think it might be the best Peter Parker Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, just because of, like, the deep dive it took into his, like, emotional turmoil. <laughs> like, yeah. Best way. And Jake Gyllenhaal just went balls to the wall crazy. He just went for it. Yeah. He went full crazy eyes. He really did. And his press for this movie unsettled me more than Midsummer. <laughs> I was like, what are you, what do you think that you are on a press tour for? He is a scary mf -er, dude. What is wrong with him? He's so scary. And here's the thing, as a Taylor Swift fan, like, we've been new. We've been new. Mm -hmm. He still has her scarf. He has it. It's in his sister's drawer. We know about it. And then, when he was asked about the scarf, he was like, what scarf? (laughs) Like, buddy, there are pictures of you wearing her scarf. What are you talking about? Um, I think the most iconic... Sorry. I think the most iconic moment from uh, (laughs) Spider-Man Far From Home is when Peter calls his balls his web shooters. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, so, story time. We were in L.A. (laughs) And we found a statue, or like, not a statue, that's not the right word at all. Just Mm -hmm. like a Spider-Man figure, which was signed by Tom Holland and Stan Lee. Yeah. Um, Outside of a comic shop. Yeah, we stood beside it in our (laughs) Spider-Man t-shirts because that's who we are as people. And we will post a picture Mm -hmm. um, of that on our Patreon. And you don't have to be subscribed to our Patreon to see that picture. We're just going to post it just for your enjoyment. Um, But at one point, I think you, like, accidentally, like, kicked... Or not kicked, but just stumbled into the figure and i just was like watch the web shooters and you yeah and you immediately <laughs> were just like i hate everything i hate i hate everything so much um yeah but i thought um i thought it was really cute you know um, yeah zendaya and like people were irritated because like he's spider-man he shouldn't want to be a kid but he just got blipped out of existence <sighs> for five years yeah give him a, give him a break and then he he just wants to go on a field trip with his classmates. I thought it was incredibly funny. Um, I thought the supporting oh, yeah. cast was used very well. Yeah. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal was a great Mysterio, good villain. Oh my goodness. And, like, Jake Gyllenhaal was great, but also the way they did Mysterio was incredible. Oh yeah. Because I I had, like, this big thing where I was like, okay, like, 
he's they're coming at this at an angle that i wasn't right. expecting um and i genuinely thought like i was going into this going okay but when does mysterio turn back right and, and so i was, I was like, so okay. confused yeah up to that i thought this was gonna be an origin story for mysterio right i was so confused up to the bar scene that oh yeah like when that reveal happened my jaw did drop I'm a f- yeah. I'm a fan of the comics. We knew Mysterio was mm-hmm. the villain, and yet I still was shocked. I was just as charmed by Jake Gyllenhaal as Spider-Man was, Where? like fully. Like I as I was watching, and I thought, you know, like okay, maybe the thing is that, like, you know, maybe he something happens and then we see why Mysterio then gets all bitter and angry and mm-hmm. turns into a villain halfway into the movie because of something like I would have never in a million years have been like oh like this is how they are weaving that Mysterio magic into this movie is through like this like weird technology of I don't know these, the these this yeah like the illusion the illusionist stuff coming from this like technology genius rather than like just like this wizard yeah (laughs) very um like that's an incredible choice yeah i loved it and um yeah and having us fully convinced that the villains were in fact those like natural elements like those are some good made-up villains right um yeah great it was it was too cool um really loved zendaya and um always love her zendaya so great ned ned was a great time as always, God bless Ned. Yeah, I mean, it was just um, fun. Just a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. And it was fun. I'm glad that we liked that one. When I first saw it, I, I went to a pre-screening of it, um, and I was very late to mm-hmm. it, so the only seats left were in the very front middle row, and so, like, Tom Holland's thick booty looked <laughs> even thicker than usual at that angle. God bless. Because it was like a trapezoid up in there. Mm. Like, it was one of those things where, like, Nick Fury's head was in the corner of the screen, and I had to fully turn my neck in order to just see his face. Oh. It was a very bad seat, bad situation, and yet I still had a good time. Like, it was it was incredible. God bless Tom Holland. Uh, Tom Holland, we hope you're okay. Yeah. Um, Reach I out think if you need. I think Marvel and Sony are both too smart. They know what they've got on their hands. Yeah. Um, yeah, they fully do. Like they, like they know they know but, how important Spider Man is now and not even now. Like I don't know. Like I just feel like Sony gave us a really great Spider Man movie. They know? did. Far like, from Home was, yeah, my favorite of all time. Um, so I, I trust them. Even after I've been hurt before. Uh-huh. Um. I just hope that they fulfill that trust. Whew. Um, on another note, I also watched, uh, Stuber. What? I watched Stuber, that, uh, that movie about the Uber driver. Ooh, can we walk, can we talk about movies we hated this summer? Uh, sure, I didn't hate Stuber, but, (laughs) yeah, let's go for it. I hate, I I didn't hate it, it was a... No, it was um, a very, like, not great movie, mm-hmm. by, like, by any means. It was not good. However, I it did what it was, you know, supposed to do, and I was like, all right. That was a thing. You know? Like, <laughs> I was like, this is exactly, like, what you meant to do. Um, I I know a lot of people just, like, were like, ha, I don't know. I, I didn't really. And I was like, I don't know. It was like a, it was a buddy cop, buddy comedy 
thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was funny enough. Cool. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Okay. It was a, it was a good time to pass. You know, it's just fine. It's fine. I misinterpreted you yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's just because like stupid. It is a stupid. It's absolutely stupid. Yeah. But yeah. So a movie that I found perfectly average, I guess, um, this summer. Okay. Uh, I saw *Brightburn*. Is that the one that had the Billie Eilish song at the end? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just, My number one complaint with this movie. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was Got so it. like it finishes this this movie about some these parents who have wanted a child more than anything else in the world, and they finally get him, and he's an evil alien with crazy powers who murders people. Ugh. And I uh, I heard not good things. And um, it was fine. There were good set pieces. Mm-hmm. Um. It was, I mean, it was fine, right? Yeah. And then, fine. Credits yeah. roll. <laughs> um, you know, the movie has left it to where it's pretty clear things are about to go badly for the world. Right. And then they start playing "Bad Guy" by Billie Eilish. <laughs> uh huh. Over new and, and the movie's still going. Over, like, what? news clips of him no! destroying buildings and stuff. They took that and, way too literally. And they're literally using the song Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. That has tainted that movie for me forever. What? I was just so taken aback. I hate everything about that. I hate everything. Uh, I had no words. <laughs> None. Oh, No. It was insane. Um, just an, an insane choice. Like, I'm trying to think of what would be comparable. Um, to, like, the the song choice? I don't know. Like, like if there are some risks that people take song choice-wise where I'm like, all right, like, I got you. I get it. You took a risk. You got there. You're good, you know? But other times I'm just like, why? Somebody really, really thought this was going to be a really great idea. It would. It would be like if... If Spider-Man Far From Home ended... It was like a thousand miles. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> just She's like, like that. I'm just trying to get home. <laughs> yeah. Just Can like that. Can you imagine? Okay, imagine though, because that last scene is Spider-Man being like revealed and outed as Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Okay? So imagine you get Jake Gyllenhaal being like, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Peter Parker's face. And then you just hear... That was the experience of watching Brightburn in the theater. I the most like, why did you pick this song? <laughs> oh man, dude. Oh no. A whole other world. I'm so glad you saw that for the both of us, because I was not planning on seeing that. Did you see uh um, did you see Toy Story 4 Billion? I didn't. Mostly because I just thought that Toy Story 3 ended so beautifully and just so perfectly. And, like, what a wonderful end to a a beautiful trilogy. And then they go, just kidding, we're not done. Toy Story 4, yet another movie ranked lower than the Child's Play remake on my letterbox. But you you saw it and you hated it? it? I fell asleep for 20 minutes in it because it was that (laughs) effing boring. It had nothing new to say. 
I was furious the whole time I was watching it. I was like, why am I watching this? Why are people still giving this good reviews? Um, oh. I mean, people were, like, people were all about Toy Story 4. They were like, it's really good. Like, right. eh. no, it was not. I heard good things. And I, well, I heard, I heard either, like, people just being like, I had a great time. It was good. Or people being like, yeah, don't, don't, don't see it. Did you watch The Lion King? <laughs> no. Wasn't there, like, a time, I think I might have said this in the last episode, too, because it just, it just blows my mind. Like, was there not a time this summer where, like, all but, like, two movies that were in theaters were all Disney, like, remakes or reboots or something? It was Aladdin, Toy Story 4, Lion King. Um, it was Lion King. And I think, like, even, like, Spider-Man was in theaters, which is, like, still part of, like, a big Disney franchise. Yeah, and Endgame would be in there, too, still. Yeah. At that point. So it was just, like... Why? Like, what Antitrust laws? I, Where are you at? I just don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm ready for it. So, all like, to slow and down. then Toy I, Story like, Four. I didn't ask for all that. Yeah. So Toy Story Four had the weirdest, like, just the progression of the moral of the story was so strange. Um, mm-hmm. and all through Toy Story Four, I kept getting this pervasive and strange theme of like monogamy will never fully satisfy you and if you refuse to follow your personal desires and instincts you will be unfulfilled forever so once you've completed your life's purpose give yourself over to baser instincts what are you what so so bo peep in the film is like this wild and free spirit who doesn't have a toy or she doesn't have an owner she's like a rogue toy so sometimes people play with her um but okay yeah but for the most part she's just a rogue toy living out her life it is the strangest and she is like she is the factor that's making woody go maybe i should you know move on with my life from being a kid's toy it is so strange and like who's who is the audience exactly that's not applicable to children i was so confused (laughs) like is the toy story movie for the children or is it for uh, humans like us who have seen toy story 3 but even then like i don't want to see i don't who is this movie for like there is at least one father that took his screaming whining brat to see this movie and was like you know what I gotta go be like Bo Peep. Oh, no, don't say that. I'm telling you, I was <laughs> the most confused. I was like, who no, is this for? This. Um, yeah, who is this for? so terrible. I can't, I cannot, I cannot take it, Disney. You have to stop. Just stop. Oh. You won't get me into live action Lady and the Tramp with Tessa Thompson. You won't do it. Stop. <laughs> There's just, there's just, they're just doing so much. Um, and so that being said, uh, support, uh, original stories, go mm-hmm. and support The Farewell. Um, I believe it's still in some theaters. I don't know, but I, and I know The Last Black Man in San Francisco is no longer, I don't think, um, in the, well, no, no. However, those two, I, I, seriously, mm-hmm. the, just, Beautiful storytelling. And support um, Midsummer. Many people genuinely loved it and connected yeah. to it. Just because yeah. I was disappointed doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And I also, um, I saw Good Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, like, yeah, support Good Boys, too. Support, like, um, 
comedy about like friendship like support those good like mid like studio like, mid budget not big you know like yeah like a mid budget comedy about some kids like it's a fine like fun movie i personally didn't love it but that's just because i didn't laugh a lot yeah and nor like when i you know like see a comedy all i you know, I just personally want to, like, laugh a lot. And I know that a lot of other people did. And a lot of other people really love that movie. And I am so, so happy for them. Um, yeah. They're not, but... like, wrong. I just, I just, it wasn't, I don't think the comedy <coughs> was for me. And I recognize that. Um, I recognize that, like, the comedy might not have been, like, for me or, like, geared towards me. Or, like, I didn't have, like, the, like, life background context to have related to a lot of the comedy, I guess. I don't know. So, but it was sweet. It was very tender. Um, good voice. And Jacob Tremblay, come on. I like, mean, the Natalie Portman I, of our generation. <laughs> truly. The kid can do no wrong. Yeah. So, I know. That was good. I mean. Good, good, the good boys. So, we had a decent summer. Um, we had a decent summer. I also watched just a lot of movies that, like, were not in theaters. Like, I watched Wine Country. Um, um I watched that. Like watched is a big word. I watched, like I had it playing in the background as I cleaned my home. I watched the movie The Perfection on Netflix. You did, which is a yeah. crazy mm-hmm. cool psychological thriller. Like, uh-huh. it was it was a little it was a little weird, but it had um, it had Allison um, Allison Williams from Get Out being scary yes. again. Um, mm-hmm. It it it's like. I would describe it as, like, side effects plus whiplash. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen side effects... I also watched... Which is one of my favorite psychological thrillers, but, um, yeah. I love whiplash, so there you It's go. on Netflix, so I would check that out. The Perfection oh. was creepy and great. Mm-hmm. Um, I also watched Corpse. Oh, yeah! buddy Chris's... Yeah, so the We Are Rotten Boys were on our Booksmart episode, um, which, uh, might still hold the spot for our most popular episode unless the reasonable beef boys have taken over since then mm-hmm. um but uh half half well i say half of we are rotten i believe there's three of them <laughs> although like, we don't know. i believe the third one i think there's three of them but only two of them actively <laughs> do the podcast who's to say um, we are rotten boys. Please <laughs> tell us what the yeah, heck is forgive going us. on there because we have we have no idea. We don't know anything. Um, but I watched uh, his uh, feature length film Corpse, which was freaking hilarious. Like yeah. I laughed so hard. Um, like as I was laying in bed, it was the night before I left to go see you in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna just stay awake until I have to leave my home at four a.m. Like I might as well. Um, and so I decided to, uh, watch his movie Corpse, and I laughed so hard I needed to get my inhaler, and then I left my inhaler next to my bed. Should have brought it with me to LA, because you have a dog. But, you know, I lived. I survived. It's fine. <laughs> you lived. You're back in your non-allergy <laughs> so state. Funny. Yay! So, um, yeah, so that was fun. Um, I, uh, re-watched all of the Taylor Swift documentary and live tour, uh, movies out to prepare for None her of us are surprised. album release, obviously. Good. Great. I love my brand. Um, I watched Her Smell, um, the, uh, Elizabeth Moss scientist movie, 
Um, scientist? And she's a Scientologist. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss, scientist of charging people hundreds of thousands of dollars for spiritual enlightenment. Oof. I love science. <laughs> but I watched her smell, and I instantly took a shower afterwards. I mean, like, that title is repulsive. Her, yeah, it's, well, it's, in, it's like the name of her band or whatever. I don't know. Um, I rewatched The Bling Ring. Um, as love. Every year, you know. I watched The Bling Ring to prepare for LA. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> It's, I absolutely did. I was like, hey, Lozier and I are going to go steal some stuff from some celebrities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Paris's so I Want to Rob. Fun. Iconic. <laughs> Iconic. Uh, um, what is the line she says? She's like, I might want to be a politician one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. It's just Emma Watson's American accent. Incredible. Like, attacked me. Sends <laughs> me. Movie. Like, absolutely ruined my life. Um, I can't wait I, do, is she, for Little Women. <laughs> no, oh man, I I also um watched the old movie Clue for the first time with my family while I was in Texas, um, and that was just a wild, wild time. What a what a movie, uh, what a classic. Yeah, that I somehow had missed. Um, yeah. So yeah. I also got really, um, really into watching, um, a bunch of, uh, Joe Swanberg movies, like, like Drinking Buddies and, like, Digging for Fire, like, mm. uh, like, all the ones starring, um, Jake Johnson, face? um, um, yep, him, um, one starring, um, Olivia Wilde, also with Anna Kendrick, somehow in all of them, also with young Brie Larson, I got really into his movies while we, we were gone. I just, I needed, like, I needed a friend while we were on hiatus, mm-hmm. okay? And I found it, I found it in Jake Johnson movies. <laughs> That's <So>. fine. <laughs> I found my friend in Jake Johnson, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I've been catching up on, like, Ugh. mid-2000s uh, funny movies that I may not have seen. Um, or maybe didn't remember as well. So mm-hmm. I watched uh, Juno, Pineapple Express, Hot Fuzz. Oh, yes. uh, Which, by the way, your review for Pineapple Express, those of you who um, are patrons of us, you guys can see. Yeah, <laughs> you can see. review of Pineapple Express. My personal it's review of Pineapple beautiful. Express. It is so fun. Honestly, a work of art. <laughs> a work of art. Um, yeah, so just... You know, subscribe to us on Patreon and you'll get my instant reactions to all these movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a, literally a dollar a month, you can get Hanloser yelling at her TV after watching Mission Impossible. What is, how, how do you, Mission? Mission colon, colon Impossible <laughs> dash Fallout. It's a stupid <laughs> name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for as little as a dollar a month, you can see... Um, a wide spectrum of things. Hanloja yelling at Mission Impossible, and then me crying after watching The Farewell. You just really get an intimate peek into what our so. stupid lives are like. <laughs> oh, 
Yes, love that. I love, too, speaking of Jake Johnson, we just posted a video. I didn't mean for this to be, like, just a whole Patreon plug, but I'm really loving the stuff that we are putting yeah. on there right now, and the community that we are building on there is so fun. Yeah. Um, like, but you don't have to do it. The podcast will always be free. Has always been yeah, free. Yeah, absolutely. Will always absolutely. be free. But it's so fun. It's so fun. We posted um, a video where you and I are doing makeup while watching New Girl, um, just speaking of Jake Johnson. And we just love Jake Johnson so much here. We really do. Wow. My, I would like for him to be in just another really great movie so our, an Oscar campaign can go ahead and yeah, start. Yeah, because like, he's been in know? Tag, and I thought he was so funny in Tag. He's so funny. He's so funny. He's so he's good. He's so funny in every movie, even even while playing the exact same character in every movie. He's just he great. He still is incredible. An icon. He's so great. He's great at that character. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Um... All right, so anything else that, like, you were really loving over the summer that we didn't really get to talk to each other about, um, um, movie-wise? I mean, not movie-wise. I could just, like, have my own entire separate podcast about Taylor Swift's new album, Lover. <laughs> um, but we don't have to discuss that here on Cinema Rolls, um, the movie podcast. I mean, this summer, I really busted my butt working. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't have a lot of time. Um, and now that I'm in law school, I have so much more time for movies. hmm Obviously. Um, no, uh, this summer I got disappointed by Black Mirror. Um, it's been Oof. a pretty dismal year for movies, I have to say. Um, that's, like, mm-hmm. just the way that I would preface all of this, is that it's harder and harder to find energy to go to the movies when you know, I know that It Chapter 2 is not getting good reviews, so I don't want to go see it. Right. And it's, like, very frustrating. And I think, like, it is frustrating because I also think that, like, you and I, like, really listen to what other people say about movies. And, like, I don't know. Like, maybe, I don't know who's to say. Like, maybe we shouldn't listen so much about, like, what other people have to say and just go see the movie for us. Like, whatever. That's fine. But, like, I don't know. Like, there's, that's still, like, definitely colors how i think of movies well and when i'm Um, when you're in la and it's 15 dollars for a movie ticket i mm, i can't go see everything guys become a patron yeah um (laughs) i'll see more movies (laughs) help us help us reach the goal of getting handlers or an amc a list like subscription or something so that she can see more movies. i will see more movies but i'm not gonna Um, go see it chapter two when it's three hours long um which is you know three hours of study time and it's getting terrible reviews. It's like... Mm-hmm. I will say it's like my my top five right now is pretty solid. So it's like Booksmart, The Farewell, um, Ready or Not, um, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, and How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of is like kind of after that just kind of drops off a little bit. Right. And I might, I don't know, I feel like... I've also been really slacking on seeing really good movies this year, mm-hmm. um, just because it's been the kind of year where, like, if I'm going to choose between going to, like, my local, like, arts cinema or just, like, going and using A-list for, like, some blockbuster that's already, like, playing at AMC, mm-hmm. like, I have been choosing A-list um, instead of going to the art cinema, which, like, I don't love that. I, re- I don't love that. 
But it's just been, like, out of convenience and just out of, like, necessity. That's been the kind of year that I've had, you yeah. know? Oh. And some years are different than others. Like, last year I watched, I think, more movies at, like, my local art cinema than at um, AMC. But it's just the kind of year that it is, you know? Um, yeah. And so maybe I'm just, like, I, I know I've missed a lot of movies. I know that I have. Um, um, I guess, I mean, the last one that I would say, check it out because it's on Netflix, um, is I really enjoyed Paddleton. Um, it's mm-hmm. Mark Duplass and Ray Romano, and um, you can get past them being Mark Duplass and Ray Romano. It's a really sweet movie. Um, it will make you cry. Uh, there's It's a cancer storyline, so right. just g- get ready for that. But um, it's funny, mm-hmm. and it's got a ton of heart, and I really, really loved it. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, 2019 has been pretty dismal for movies. Was that 2019? Yeah. That feels like so long ago. I know. I'm looking at my list right now, and at the very, very bottom of my 2019 ranked list is the is Fire, the documentary about the Fire Festival <laughs> on Netflix. That and that seems year. like such a long time ago. That's crazy. Oh, man. We watched Ma together. Um, yeah. There's a beautiful reaction. I, I had seen it before. It was your first time seeing it. Yeah. And we both reacted in a great way. Um, <laughs> again, don't mean to keep plugging the Patreon, but that video's up and it's hilarious. Like, it's it's the it's best good. content we've ever created. So, um, good for us. Yeah. Other than, I mean, like, um, yeah, like I said, um, just support original film because it's been a particularly dismal yeah. year for it um it has that sucks has. yeah um yeah so um let's see let's take our buzzfeed quiz um i have i don't know if you can see the link for it but i have um a link here that i would like for us to both individually take for ourselves okay um, just because, um, we're back, so we need to test out that, like, BuzzFeed intelligence once again. Ah, yes. Um, and it is, yeah, it's September, and, buddy, I know you're in L.A., and there are no seasons there. Yes. But here, the leaves are changing, the weather is getting crisp, I almost said crispier. <laughs> <laughs> the weather's getting crisper. Yes. Um, and I am ready to bust out the flannels and sweaters. And so we are going to take the quiz um, and picking, and we're each going to pick out a new fall wardrobe because that's like a Twitter like thing that mm-hmm. has blown up recently. We're going to pick out a new fall wardrobe. And then from that, BuzzFeed is going to guess our favorite movie genre. Okay. Okay. I'm game. And so we're going to see if they're right. Okay? They're never going to guess yours, Sarah. I mean, if they get even close, like, if they pick any genre that I am like, yes, I love that, then okay. honestly, I'll give it to them, because that, that's impressive. Like, from a wardrobe, if, like, for sure. If they don't pick me the spooks, um, they're in trouble. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, so, the first one is just to pick a sweater. Um, and so, you can just tell me, like, which one you choose. I'm gonna pick this, like, little, like, tan turtleneck right here. I'm gonna pick With the girl that cropped right. one, because... Sis, I can't wear it's cute. warm sweaters anymore. It's cute. Okay, so we're going to... By the way, if you are listening to this, um, we always put the link to our BuzzFeed quizzes in the description of our podcast episodes. So you can go to the BuzzFeed quiz right now 
and follow along, see which ones that we are picking, and pick for yourself too, and see if BuzzFeed knows what your movie genre, favorite movie genre is. Okay, so we're going to pick a scarf, and I'm going to pick the scarf that is literally hanging in my closet right now, which is this plaid blanket scarf right here. Um, yeah, let's go for me. Basic as heck. I like that little uh, gingham checked one. Mm-hmm. Cute. Okay. Pick some bottoms. Ooh. Um, I love Apache Once jean. again, I feel like I should... I was about to say, once again, I feel like I should just go with what is, like, already in my wardrobe, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be either between these, like, mom blue jeans or, like, these frayed black jeans. All right. Um, so I'm just going to do the frayed, like, black ones. Okay, so pick a hat. I like the one that's oh, on the that dog. on a dog. It's a dog. It's a Filipino dog. That's a little Filipino flag. Oh. <laughs> like, why? Um, I'm I'm going with this, uh, like, black slouchy beanie because I look really weird in hats. I like the dog beanie. Unless they are very specific. Oh, good. I love that for you. Okay, pick a jacket. Um, you can pick the, I, you can pick the lady leather jacket or the man leather jacket. I know. I think that this one is like more of like a, like wind breaker. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you know, are you, hey, hold on. If you hover over uh, these pictures with like your mouse, like with your cursor, does little, do little captions appear? Yeah, it's giving me the uh, stock photo name okay but this one says on this like yellow jacket one it just says person holding its pocket holding its pocket same holding its pocket that's me all right i'm picking the zip up okay pick some shoes i mean the adidas superstars right I mean, I was going to, but then I realized that when the weather switches over, I do exclusively live in, like, lace-up boots. Ah. But also, there's these snow boots, which I do, like, out of necessity, also have to live in, in Indiana. (laughs) Yes. So, I'm gonna pick those. Okay, pick some socks. The girls' rule socks. Duh. I literally have those. I have the socks that say girls' rule on them. You do? So, obviously. Very on brand. Wow. Um, pick a bag. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the backpack because I love me a good not have to hold anything on like a shoulder or whatever. Uh, yes. I picked the tan handbag and they got it wrong. Oh, okay. What did it say for you? Romantic comedy. You like to laugh. Wait, me too. We picked different things, BuzzFeed. Sometimes BuzzFeed really tests me. Does that? Like my patient. I know. They sometimes they do really great things, like tell the reasonable beef boys that they must watch Isn't It Romantic. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes they do things like tell both of us that our favorite movie genre is romantic comedy, and that we're both Maria Rambo from Captain Marvel. I know that was a time. Um, I do love a romantic comedy. I mean, I do. Me too. It's not my favorite. Not my favorite. But I do. Which, but I do love one. I do. So I'm not mad about it. Oh, well. I guess I. 
As long as it didn't tell me, like, action, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it could have <laughs> been like, really, really It would have been fine. Anything would have been fine. Anything would have been better than action. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's our, uh, that's our favorite genre now. Oh, <laughs> Both right. of us, romantic comedies. We've got to call up Zach Cooper and tell him we have to re-record the favorite genres episode because <laughs> now all three of us love romantic comedies. <laughs> uh. Alright, what movie are you looking forward all to? Right. <sighs> Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to cry. I'm so ready for Noah Baumbach to ruin my life and for Adam Driver to be too big to sleep in a twin bed um, and for Scarlett Johansson to play a white woman for the first time in a long time. Wow. So, not a tree? <laughs> not a tree. I'm very excited about it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited to see that. What movie are you looking forward to the most? Um, I'm really excited. There's a few out of um, out of TIFF and stuff like that that I'm stoked for. I'm excited for Jojo Rabbit. I love Taika Waititi, and I think he'll do a brilliant mm-hmm. job. Um, I am seeing Hustlers this week, so... Oh, I am excited about that, too. Excited for that, even though uh, I don't love J-Lo. Hot take. I think she's I, a bad person. Oh. Um, we've talked about this, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we also debated whether or not that should be one of your hot takes, and I think um, we just didn't... Y'all just got a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm also really excited for, um, Waves. Is it Waves or Waves? Oh yeah, waves. waves. I'm excited for it's Waves. It's multiple Wave. It's plural of Wave. It's Waves. A24! A24. Um, yeah, very excited about that. Did you see that A24 released, like, an entire line of coffee mugs that's just movies? They piss me off so much that they know exactly what I want. I know. I was like, this is the most dangerous thing. And then they have a deal to where, like, if you have nothing to lose, aka if you love every A24 movie, you can just get, like, a huge discount on five mugs, but they pick which mugs to send you. Yeah. And so it's like, whatever, I don't know, I, I, I'm scared that I'm gonna spend all my money there, but it's fine. Um, so yeah, um, Follow us on Cinema Rolls Pod on Twitter if you don't. We that's kind of like where we've been really keeping up with our pals over um, the last few months mm-hmm. when we were on hiatus, and so um, we love our little community um, on Twitter and also on Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash Cinema Rolls Pod. I should I'm not going to because that's a lot of work, but mm-hmm. like imagine that I put a snippet of Tim Kish doing the like. P-A-T-R-E-O-N mm-hmm. dot com slash Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> um, okay. So just imagine that I do that, but I actually am not going to. But for sure, check out our Patreon. There's a lot of stuff on there that you can look at um, even not being a patron. So yeah. please check that it's all so out. It's so much fun. Um, um, and if you, if like, you want to contribute, we would really appreciate it. Sorry for like plugging the crap out of it this episode. We're just very excited. Yeah, we're we very, really, very excited. We want to connect with you on there, and we would love to. Um, yeah. And we will we be We love doing, the videos that we're putting. And if out. you are like me, um, and you love a spook, uh, stay tuned mm-hmm. for um, an announcement of some fun Patreon episodes coming soon. Yeah! Um, where I traumatize Sarah. Yes, um, basically, uh... 
we've I think we've we've teased this in the past because people have wanted this. Like people want you mm-hmm. to tell me about a spook. So we are gonna do just that. Um, so that's coming up on the Patreon in October for all of you Spider fans and up out there. So it's gonna be super fun. Get ready, because I'm not ready or not. Well, I was about to say, ready or not. <laughs> You're watching the spooks. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be a time. Uh, so yeah, uh, check out our Patreon. Check out our Twitter. Tell us what uh, if BuzzFeed also told you that you love romantic comedies. Let us know if this um, is just the only result yeah. you can get for this, uh, this yeah. place. <laughs> it's just... BuzzFeed has, like, this brand new propaganda that's just, like, we are going to convince people to love romantic comedies again. Like, saving the whole genre. Go off, sis. I love that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and for, like, just being so great during the hiatus. Right. And giving us a wonderful space to just come back to, um, last time with the Reasonable Beef episode, which, again, still can't believe that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, us just coming back. We have a lot of great guests that are already lined up for this season yeah you guys won't want to miss episodes. it so yeah so it's all gonna be a fun time well this outro has been kind of like meandering so maybe we should just it's okay we haven't done this in a while i'm also leaving all of this in <laughs> we haven't recorded an episode in a long time we no longer know how to podcast <laughs> it's we're just we're twitter we're just film twitter now that's all we are film twitter embodied so all we say is and yes and that's how cinema rolls we did it